Hi, it's Reverend Kurt Condra at Unity on the North Shore in Evanston, Illinois. Unity offers positive, practical, and progressive teachings that support spiritual evolution and abundant living. You can join us for our weekly Sunday service at 1030 in these days of sequestering. It's by Zoom. Uh, so please visit our website at www.unityns.org and register for the Zoom link. If you missed the service, you can also see the video version of our Sunday lessons on our YouTube channel, Unity North Shore. Again, visit us at our website, www.unityns.org, to see the many ways in which we're creating connection in this time of physical distancing. God bless. I'm closing out this week um, the month-long series that we did on transformative prayer. And if you haven't seen the services for Reverend Kurt, please go to our YouTube page. He was just living it with these, with these talks and really set a great groundwork for us to understand you know, what prayer is, how do we pray, what does it do, why does it make a difference. And then ultimately what he shared with us last week was I think the crux of the whole series is that you know, we are praying because we're changing ourselves, which then in turn change our reality and our world. It's not about praying to an outside God to make things happen. It's about really getting in touch and getting in this connection with universal good, with universal flow. And so actually I ended up changing my talk. So we didn't give anyone the heads up on that. So I was gonna talk about prosperity, but I was really feeling something different giving everything that has been happening the last couple of weeks. You know, we are certainly living in a time, as Olga said in her, you know, prayer chaplain um, intro and meditation and prayer, there is so much happening in our world, right? We, uh, like, name it, right? We can name just probably anything, you know, maybe just not locusts. I don't know if we got biblical locusts going on, but we certainly got all kinds of other things that makes you say, like, what the what? right? That's the title of the talk today. Like, what the what? Um, maybe some of you might put some expletives in there or some four-letter words. Not me, of course, because I'm a minister. <laughs> but it makes us crazy, right? We look around. It's like almost like we're living in this parallel universe, this alternate reality, the twilight zone. It, we just can't believe it, right? And so we get into our feelings about it, and sometimes we get into those feelings more often than not of frustration and annoyance and fear. And so the idea then is how do we move from that? And how in particular do we use prayer to move from that experience of what the what to what the flow? That's my thing. So what the flow? Like get your best Barry White voice on. And if you don't know who Barry White, somebody please put in the chat a Barry White song or a link to Barry White because we need to get your cultural literacy on. Like this is like, you know, just that flow, getting in that just relaxed state of that peacefulness to really be able to just channel and be the presence of the divine and know as we've already been talking about here this morning that you're not alone, that we're in this together, and that there is something higher, something powerful that lives and moves and breathes in us as us and as each other that is there, that there is something 
for us in all of this. So again, unity is about prayer. The foundation of our entire movement has been built on prayer. So we know that prayer works. We know that if we dedicate ourselves to that, that we will see the change. And I tell you, no matter how many years I've been in unity, it never gets old. I don't know, you know, it's like I can't stop being shocked by manifestation when you just really hold to the principles. Does anybody else have that experience where you're always shocked, like, wow, this stuff really does work, like this really does matter. And the last couple of weeks have just been indication of that. We have, at Unity North Shore have been really in a prayerful state of making these bold moves for our community that are then gonna send reverberations into the entire unity movement and they're finally coming to fruition and so we're shocked about it but yet at the same time we have been in complete unison and in prayer about it this week for example i was able to be part of the great lakes unity region conference and honestly i am super exhausted but at the same time just that crazy exhausted where you're energized like slap happy um, because it was extremely powerful and I was the, I'm on the board of the Great Lakes Unity Region, and I was just um, moved somehow last year to join. I was a new minister, and I thought that was kind of a weird move to make. Most um, folks that are on there are seasoned ministers and have paid their dues, but Spirit just moved me to, to, to do that. And so I joined the board, and they gave me the role of conference liaison. And so I was involved in planning the conference with this amazing conference team. And as you know, uh, you know, COVID hit in the midst of this, and our world changed, and what we were going to do as a conference team changed. And so we had to make the the decision: Do we just cancel the conference? Do we attempt to? have this conference not knowing what's going to happen months from now you know the conference was scheduled in september um and so we just took that into prayer and discernment and made a decision to not cancel it but to go virtual now anybody who is in this service even just as a participant when you first started and you had no idea about zoom that was a tall task okay and for us as a team to do a prayer service was a tall task now figure out having to do a four-day conference virtually and and have to have all of these workshops and interaction and make it like really resonate with people and powerful and we were coming off of a conference last year that was pretty pretty outstanding so the pressure was on but we decided as a team that we were just going to trust in each other trust in god and trust in the process and we just got our prayer on every time and i can't tell you how amazing it was to be on that team of seven and if any of you know your metaphysics and your numbers seven is the number of perfection and of completion so there was seven of us and actually we were all seven women but we didn't know what we were doing that's quite honestly and we were in that moment of like what the what like none of us were techies none of us knew what was going on but we never let that be the narrative we never let that be the affirmation and instead we just kept saying we don't know 
how this is going to work out. We just know that it will. And we know that there is something that we're doing here, that God is in the midst and God is working here, you know, within us, through us, among us to make something powerful happen. And I got to tell you, it happened. It was an incredible four days with the most amazing conversations. Everyone um, was just really, we got our, some of our, most of our evaluations back and they, they say that as well. Um, and all the commentary, people were just connected to what was happening. But again, the reason why we connected, everyone connected was we, because we were in that consciousness. It was not a consciousness of lack. It was not a consciousness of fear. It was not a consciousness of we need to know. It was a consciousness of saying, I don't know but I trust. I don't know, but I know that I'm a child of the divine. I don't know, but I have access to this internal spirit, this internal wisdom and knowledge, this creative life force, and in this group that's going to make this happen, and we did. And we actually had one of our very own, um, our youth uh, board liaison. He's a, a, on the youth. He's a 16-year-old, Clay Lindner, who is on our board as a youth representative. And he actually spoke at the conference, at the closing, about the future of the unity movement. And I got to tell you, he really brought it. And again, this is part of that with intention moving forward, not knowing, not understand why you do it, but trust. A year or so ago, we decided as a board that we wanted a youth liaison, that it was important to have youth voice. If we were saying that we wanted more young people, if you wanted a generation to carry on this movement, we needed to really be in communication with the young person. And so Clay Lintner stepped forward and has been such a gift. And so he spoke and now it's become this whole conversation in our region. And in fact, some conversation in at Unity headquarters and at Unity Worldwide Ministries about really thinking, how can we do this? So again, it's like setting that intention, setting that prayerful intention of not knowing, but trusting intuition, trusting that spirit that each of you are guided in your everyday lives to not have to know what the outcome is, but know that something is there for you. So that's part of the energy that we're talking about here this weekend. And so we see the world around us that looks like it is going haywire, but we have to then take a beat, take a minute, take a breath, get in that flow and trust. The mantra for the conference, and I, I wanna share that with you today, it was given to us by our opening panelist, Reverend Jim Lee, who uh, was in the Midwest and now is at Unity of Las Vegas. And he said, you know, no matter what's happening, here's what he wants us to take back. And I share it with you. It says, my God, what a fantastic time to be alive. So I want everyone to say that in your homes, in your PJs, with your cup of coffee, whatever, wherever you are, lying in your bed. My God, what a fantastic time to be alive because it is and that's the energy that's going to carry us through these difficult times to remember that it's not about the now it is about the now i shouldn't say that it's about the now but it's also about the now that we are creating in that is going to create something that is beyond one of my favorite gospel songs by tasha cobbs leonard eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard the blessings the blessings that are about to fall on me 
the blessings that are about to fall on us. So I invite everyone to stay in that energy, to really stay in that energy of creativity, of possibility, of trust, and of faith with each other. And to remember too that when we talk about prayer, I think this is the one thing I want to impress upon everyone today is when we talk about prayer, we think about, at least from my background, right? I grew up Catholic and prayers were these long things, right? And then we had to recite them. And then you felt like a dodo bird if you didn't remember the prayers. And, you know, they were long, they could be long, or they could be complicated. Or you grew up thinking that you couldn't pray because that was a purview of a priest, right? So when I started ministry and I started my training, I was so fearful of praying. And quite frankly, I was not very good at it. And I say this because even my colleagues, when I was taking prayer class with them, they were like, yeah, you got to work on that. So it wasn't just my thing, but it was because I was so fearful of it. I, I really had this really elaborate idea in my mind of what prayer was. And so I was reminded actually just Friday, once again, how prayer really is about simplicity. It's not about the neocortex, the rational brain that is like all these facts and it's gotta be aligned perfectly in the right words and the right this. It's really about a feeling that we move into. We did our um, service this Sunday, the bilingual prayer service. Our prayer chaplains uh, were Gabby Rivero and Kristen Velasquez Kenefic, who we're going to be talking about later today. But they just such a fantastic job of just keeping it simple. And in that simplicity, it was so powerful. So I want us to think about the fact that prayers are not just these long, complex, um, elaborate things that have to be sleek and sophisticated and thought through. It's a feeling that we come to, but not just words, prayers can be also actions. There's a song, um, many of you probably know it, you can go ahead and sing it together. I'm not going to sing it for you, but there's a song called Where Th Thoughts Are Prayers. We sing it in Unity Churches and in New Thought Churches all over the place. Our thoughts are prayers. We're always praying. You know, our thoughts are prayers. Think about what you're saying. Stay in that higher consciousness, your state of peacefulness, and know that God is always there and your thoughts become a prayer. No more do we see that in, in, than in one of the gospel stories I want to share with you all today. And it's from the Gospel of Luke. And it's in chapter five. And so I know, you know, sometimes we don't have our Bibles readily available. So I'm going to really challenge everyone, give you a beautiful challenge to go to your Bible later today and look up Luke chapter five. And it starts really at the beginning of five, but I'm going to focus uh, a little bit later. So this is a part in the ministry where Jesus is really beginning and he's beginning to really have a lot of folks listen to what he's saying. And so he's does a sees that he's in a crowd uh, in a lake and there's a lot of people pressing on him. So he decides he's going to get in a boat and there was fishermen that were there that had come um, in from the early, early morning um, trying to catch fish. And he decides, he asked if he could get in the boat. And then he went ahead and he did his, his preaching and teaching. And, and then he turned to the fishermen and he said to them, you know, drop your nets. And they all looked at him and they said, no, you know, we can't drop our nets. We've been out there all night long and we've caught nothing. We, we've been out there all night and there's nothing, there's nothing to fish. And so he just says to them, you know, drop, drop your nets. And here's what I, I want to read from that because I think it's really important that we understand this. 
So when he had finished speaking, he said, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked all night long, but haven't caught nothing. But if you say so, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. And then Jesus said, do not be afraid. For now on, you will be catching people. And when they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and they followed him. This is an important part. And we also see this in the Gospel of John. Actually, it's interesting that it's after Jesus, the crucifixion and in his resurrection. And I want to just highlight one part of what he says in this. Same story, but a little different thing. And one of the things that it says in John that I love is he tells them to catch the nets to put them on the right side of the boat. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But let's think about this metaphysically. What's happening? You know, when he tosses the net, the nets really represent this idea of the mind. You know, we're asking you to toss it on the right side. So instead of looking to the left, instead of being caught up in this turmoil, in this negative story, in this narrative of lack, turn your net to the right and fish. And metaphysically in unity, we understand fish as ideas, as the creative as the creativity that we are able to have access to as the abundance that is our divine right. And so that's what Jesus is telling them. It's not that the fish weren't there, the fish were there, but fish on the right side. Now, how many of us have been in situations or are in situations right now where we are scared or we're frustrated or we're critical of ourselves or we're not where we wanna be in our lives? But Jesus reminds us in this to go to the right side, which means to go into a different idea, a different plane of being, a different way that it is there. We just have to look at it from a new vantage point, one of faith. But the other thing that I find interesting in this one is that he's not telling us to do it alone. If we, even the songs today, I love it because we don't, we don't plan the songs, but lean on me, right? It's about creating this communal idea of we are in this together. You know, and so in this gospel, when they're doing the nets, they're also praying. This is what I'm saying. We don't have to pray literally. Our thoughts, our prayers, our actions, our prayers, our working together is a prayer that's creating a new opportunity, a new tomorrow, a new possibility, a new hope. So that's the example I want us to kind of think about when we think about expanding this concept of prayer, because prayer really is also collective. So I suggest to everyone that if you don't really, you know, pray, with someone else or have if you've never done it or if you haven't done it in a while then maybe that's something you should consider doing you know it's about maybe getting a prayer partner i was given a prayer partner last year at the great lakes unity region conference and it has been one of those amazing things for me to pray with somebody every week um, and this is a person i didn't even know so maybe a prayer partner find a prayer partner um, 
your prayer chaplains are there for you calling. I, when I was a prayer chaplain, folks sometimes didn't pick up the phone. I'm not a telemarketer, pick up the phone you all sometimes or call them back or send an email or we have the prayer line um, at Unity North Shore. Emails are here today in the chat. If you've never asked for prayer, I challenge you, ask for prayer today, no matter what is happening, because it does make a difference. So the collective energy, a prayer partner, call Silent Unity or come to, for example, our bilingual prayer services or Unity Naperville also has one, but it's about praying together. That's what makes a difference. You know, in the scripture, they have all these fish, but then they get that together and they're able to reap that and pull the nets out. It's that creation that we engage each other together. So it's about that. It's about being able to work together and be together and to love together and to support each other in these times. So I invite you all, this is not the time to be in that American mentality about pick yourself up by your bootstraps, that really uber independence that has not gotten us anywhere in this country, in this world. It's a time to really lean on each other and to be honest and to be vulnerable and to just be okay with not being okay and to be okay with voicing that you are in pain, that you are grieving and that you need someone to lean on. So think about that, feel into that, into that moment about the idea of prayer. Prayer is about changing your mind and changing your heart, but connecting us ultimately, changing our realities, changing our communities and changing our world. So I invite you to that today, to really be in that collective energy, to maybe put down deep, to go in the deep waters, and maybe you all are some in that deep right now, in the deep poo-poo, in the deep caca, right? And you know, you're in there, but cast that net, look to the right side, look somewhere differently so that you are able to access that divinity within, so that you are able to access that power that you have available, and you are able to move into a new space of hope and of love and of faith. So go into the wholeness, be in the flow of wholeness. What the flow, right? So join the club, the holy roller club, where you're just rolling down the river, where you're just rolling in that peace, in that wholeness, in that opportunity, in that possibility. So I invite everyone to that here today. Stand in the deep waters of life with the power and purpose to be in the flow of life as the flow of life and affirm before I let you go, I am a healing stream. I am a healing stream. I am a healing stream. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review. And if you'd like to support the ministries of Unity on the North Shore, you can text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 815-827-6052. Again, text GIVE to 815-827-6052. Or visit us online and click the donate button www.unityns.org. You'll also find there a complete menu of offerings 
for uh, sort of remote and distance learning through this time of sequestering. God bless you. And again, thanks for joining.